My, my entire body hurts, Carl. Do you want to know why? I mean, I, I know why. Do you want to let everybody else know why? Because you're a little bitch. That, <laughs> no. that, that, uh, is, that is not why. No, because Brian's a pitcher, so uh, he yeah. actually had a stroke mid-game. And, uh, no! no. Um, <laughs> what is wrong with you? So he said the right side of his body hurt. That's why I was like, all right, like, that's yeah, a my right sign. leg from the push off and my right shoulder from throwing 80 pitches. Hey, he said right side. So, you know what? Like, I- I'm trying to be like, yeah, doctor over here. I looked it up on Google. Like, what What do you think? Like, of course, it's going to tell me you, you had a stroke. Up... Exactly. OK, cool. <laughs> um, No, nah, but I played in my last baseball game Um, as like, I guess, quote unquote, a kid. Because if I play this summer, it'll be a men's league. Um, we got absolutely clapped. Absolutely yeah. clapped. We lost like 11 yeah. to 1. We got mercied. <laughs> I, I, I threw some strikes, though, like a lot. I got a, I got four Ks. I threw three and two thirds. Um, there were some defensive mistakes. It was really sunny. But I don't know. It was just a good time. I'm a relief pitcher, and I ended up starting and throwing almost four innings. So hey, like, Very nice. Very nice. Like... Um, yeah. But you know what? What? You're going to graduate. Yeah, I know. And then it's off to Temple Softball where I get to dominate because it's so much fun. Well, I was going to say, yeah, it's literally only going to be like backyard, like wiffle ball and softball leagues. Well, no, I'm going to play in a men's baseball league. Oh, okay. That would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. No, dude, I don't plan on stopping pitching for a while. My arm works. Why not use it? Yeah, you're going to use it until it doesn't work. I know you. Exactly. Because the other arm doesn't. (laughs) Exactly. I will hurt myself to have to stop playing, basically. Yeah, and I went to the gym today, and I did leg day, and I'm still scrawny. So, woohoo. Carl's a stick. Very, very funny. Hey yo, welcome back to the High Kicks Podcast. Carl's a little salty right as we start the show because I roasted him to end the cold open and just played the intro and didn't give him a chance to respond. That's um, the most typical like thing of our friendship, so like don't even worry about it. Finger no, no. guns though, just to just no, to I'm, shit on you. I'm not worried about it. I'm just letting everybody know that I made you salty because it's funny. Yeah, not really, but finger guns. <laughs> we can't see you i mean i can see you they can't see you he did do it now he's pointing them at the ground plaxico <laughs> burris style gonna shoot himself in the old foot no in, in the thigh yeah thigh my bad my bad bro how how do you have a gun all right we we aren't getting into plexico burris but <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh to the, to the football we care about uh we had an interesting yes. week not gonna lie i mean there was a well, lot that was expected. What, what do you mean interesting? Is it because man, you did good, like, and then like there was like an upset? Did well, Carl. Um, nah, they did good because they aren't great. Like they are awful, and no, and, like literally, they don't deserve proper grammar. Strong suit. They no. don't. Okay, cool. No, I mean like relegation battle is interesting, especially after yes. this week, because like now leads aren't. 
really safe because Burnley have been winning. Yeah. So, I mean, Norwich also officially got relegated, which not Shucks. really a surprise. Not really a surprise. Watford's next. Ha- telling you yeah. Wat- Watford's obviously next. And yeah. then Everton have a game in hand that they need to win. Yeah, if they win it, though, they take lead spot in points. So that's yeah. a big game for Everton. Um, I highly doubt that they're actually going to make the most of it. Um, if they relegate Leeds, yo boy, salty. Like, how is Burnley not in that picture, but Everton and Leeds are? Like, it's yeah, a bit I, nuts in my opinion, but um, I don't know. Stuff happens. Yeah, I... I thought it was going to be Burnley, and they have been playing, like, really well since they sacked Sean Dyche. Which... Yeah, oddly enough, I did, have not been expecting them to. Well, for, for the first couple weeks, I wasn't expecting them to. And then last week, I was like, yeah, I'll throw in my ball because they've been playing well. Oh, my goodness. They played extremely well last week. Yeah. I also, like... Everton are confusing because they're really bad and then they go out and beat Chelsea. Yeah. I mean, Chelsea played like dog shit, but dog like dog dog. Um, I I was horrifically wrong in my prediction with Leeds and City. Um, Oh, yeah. The only thing I got right in that game was the number of goals that would be scored. Yeah, but I had two of them on the wrong side. I'm pretty sure I, uh, I may three. have been a goal off. You did did I do three nil or three one? I think you did three nil. Okay, yeah, I was one goal off. Uh, I'm not sure Val may have actually predicted that a hundred percent correct. No. Yeah, you you did hit the United Chelsea game, which was a great great match. Like actually, a really yeah, good match. The Ronaldo yeah. goal was beautiful. Um, well, yeah, yeah, but he's literally been the only bright point for the side. So it's a, a bit disappointing, especially when we saw like last year and the young development that we were able to see. The I mean, it also doesn't really help with young development when you're young starlet, you know, Shh. We, we don't got to get into that. We right don't got to get into we, that. We, I'm, I'm just saying. I know. I know. But, like, we also have Sancho, who we weren't utilizing, like, at all. And, yeah, you will. Like, it is a great, like, talent. He just needs to actually be utilized in the proper manner. So, we'll see what ends up happening at Man U. But Ronaldo has been carrying, so it's been pretty nice to see. But I, I wish this wasn't the case. I wish Ronaldo didn't have to do this. I wish it was more of a team play and, like, a lot more buildup like we saw last year. But... Stuff happens, you end up seeing the results of changing uh, tactics with coaching. And even though it was just do whatever you want, um, Ragnarok has brought a different system to this side. So I'm interested to see what the next coach can bring. And hopefully it's Hog, but we'll see what actually ends up happening. Wait, what did you say? Isn't it Hog? Yeah. The, uh, yeah, he got confirmed as the next manager. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'd, I'd keep up on it enough, but I didn't see the confirmation. I only it saw was like, like days all... ago. Yeah, I know. But like, you're busy as hell with work. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yo, but off of your trash team, um, did you <laughs> see the absolute banger that Sun hit this weekend? Or not? This I did weekend? not actually. So it was all over my Instagram. It was Sunday, so it was this weekend. I didn't get a chance to watch the game because I was playing in my own game. But like, oh my god! Like your typical, like outside the foot lefty curl it to the opposite corner. The ball goes in, and Hoiberg puts his hands just on his head in, like, disbelief. And the internet is just like, same, Pierre. Same. You're pulling it up right now, aren't you? Yeah, you know me too well. But, yeah, I want to actually see this if it's if it's that nuts. It's um, beautiful. So I'm going to be really interested and make a random noise uh, once this stupid ad is over um but no overall spurs played a an excellent game i honestly thought this was going to be the game where they choked this and did not make it an interesting time for the top four but they were able to play a great game and really be able to pull this out so i so their top four hopes are interesting because yes. like it's not in their hands. No. Arsenal look like I mean they just won an ugly match and that's always a good sign. Yes. And because Chelsea are playing those. like absolute shit. I agree. So I mean the craziness would be if Chelsea were to lose two of their four matches and Spurs were to win two of their four matches like that Chelsea could fall. Bro. I don't see it happen. Oh, did you just see the goal? (laughs) Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Nuts, right? Holy. Keep keep on going. Keep on going. So, like, Chelsea have Wolves, Leeds, Leicester, and Watford. I don't see them losing two of those four. So, Chelsea are chilling. Yeah. So, I don't don't know. I think Spurs could miss out. I think Spurs can completely miss out just because like we said earlier, like Arsenal's run of form Spurs are known to bottle it. They may not have bottled it this week, but crap, they play Liverpool next week. Like it's not really a bottle when when you're playing arguably the best team and like, yeah, like man city, Liverpool, arguably the best team. Like you can just one or the other. Yep. We'll see what the title race actually is able to come down to. Maybe Spurs pulls an upset or something, and it just ends right there. Or, or Newcastle. maybe Newcastle pulls something. We never know. I'm um, going to go ballsy on City matches for the rest of the season just because I want yeah, them to obviously, fuck up. Yeah, obviously. Same, same, reason, same reason Carl, you know, never predicts United to lose. Um, yeah, but, it, like, I won't predict them to win, like, uh, anymore either. <laughs> yeah, but I might just predict City to draw and toss the points out the window until they do yeah fair enough yeah um yeah but no so it's a really interesting race for the top of the table and chelsea seems to have solidified their place enough to be able to be top four pretty much no matter what we'll see if spurs is able to play out the season magnificent or if they end up bottling it typical of spurs fashion and 
there's a couple teams that can just take a game here and there. There, yeah. there are capable teams in the Prem that are surprising on any given day. Man, you being one of them, they they can be surprising on any given day. We saw it against Brentford. Um, but it's not always that you see time teams like West Ham and Man U and Brighton and yeah. Newcastle actually play completely competently. Mm-hmm. But when they do, they are scary forces. Yes. So So before we move on to like a little fun discussion we want to have, have you seen the Serie A title race at all lately? No. Actually, I saw a random uh thing for AC Milan in my Instagram feed. So 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 with three matches left at the top of the table, AC Milan now have a two point lead yeah. on Inter. Inter like blew a tough game. Yeah. And that was bad. But I, I don't know. I'd love to see Milan win. I'd love to see Milan win. I think yeah. top four is entirely secure in Syria. It's not yeah. much argument at this point with Juve being well, no, ten Carl, points Carl, ahead of Carl, it, 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 it is it is secure. Yeah, it is secure, right? There's three matches left because there's 20 teams, so they play 38, and there's a 10-point oh, lead. It's over. Yeah, yeah, it's over. So top four is secure. Juve ended up top four. They had a shaky start. Uh, Roma was playing extremely well at the beginning of the season, but Tammy Abraham and the side sort of leveled out. I think I, I didn't turn, expect they'll, they'll start to uptick. Exactly. I didn't expect more this season, but I was really happy with the way that they started. I wish they sort of finished it out the same way that they started. But they could still make was... Europa League. They're currently in a conference league spot, but yeah. Yeah. Um, lots of interesting stuff within uh, the Serie A, but of course I want AC to win Yeah, uh, and we'll see what ends up happening. Yeah, I know we don't usually talk about any other leagues other than the Prem, but I just that's like the only other title race. I mean, it is the only yeah, other title PS4 race. Real has it. PSG Real, has yeah, it. that one's over, and that one's really close too. Yes. But so Carl has a little topic that he wanted to talk about because he saw something on Instagram, and I'm just gonna throw this one over to you because I'm gonna screw it up if I explain it. Yeah. So uh, I ended up seeing an Instagram post that was a pick your best duo of from the early 2000s hold up i don't mean to interrupt carl right now but carl's a head ass and can't remember the account that he saw this on so yeah um, that's why we're we're we're, taking the the direct thing yeah we're sorry about the proper credit but carl didn't like it so he can't find it and he's a dumb big dummy i'm big dummy uh so in terms of being a big dummy though this was a good idea so i was like all right screw it um so it's the best duos of the early 2000s to current so um in terms of attack midfield and defense so of course you have the maldini nesta you have the uh sen lampard in the midfield if you don't know maldini nesta that's defense yeah. uh and then uh, in terms of like attacking duos, you have like Frank Ribery and Robin. You have the uh, Messi Suarez. You have all these. You have the Burkham, uh Thierry Henry. You have all these great duos. So, me and Brian are just gonna go through personally who we think are the arguably our best duos from like the early. 
Can I throw in goalkeeper? Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, I I I have a goalkeeper without a doubt. Okay, cool. Um yeah. I mean, I'm going to start with the goalkeeper. Let's just go back yeah, to Yeah, I was going to say it. Um Who do you think I'm going to go with here? I know who I'm going with uh without a doubt. Cuz I'm going with Buffon. That's a great choice. Absolutely. I mean, if we're talking about if we're talking about early 2000s through 2010s, he could be the whole thing. Yeah. Well, he was the whole thing. Exactly. So, there's that. Um he's like the model of consistency. Yes. Iker Casillas is up there, but in terms I, of like if you want to really break it down, yeah. You could go like Casillas and maybe Neuer. Yeah, so what I was going to do was but actually Buffon just go works for, for it all, so I'm just going to take him. That's an an amazing choice. I was going to go for Neuer because of personal bias and everything. No and then and then I was going to say honorable mention Casillas because like you have to throw his name in yeah. there if you don't. But you're if you're taking idiot, Neuer, just... who are you taking for the early 2000s? I would have to take Casillas. Okay. Just because I threw that name in there. That's fair. And because of what he was able to do for Real. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I mean, Buffon, I, I love it. Buffon is just an excellent choice. Yeah. Um, right. Defenders, so I guess I'll go first for okay. this one. Um, So I'm not going to stick with the Bayern route, and I'm going to go for an early 2000 and a later 2000, similar to what I just did with goalkeeper, because... These were earlier 2000 into later. Um, it was Rio and Vidic. Yeah, I was about to say, you you went way too long of an explanation for the obvious answer that anyone who ever has listened to this podcast or knows anything about you yeah. knew you would pick. Yeah, so I chose uh, Rio and Vidic. And then, like, if you're talking about overall during that period of time, I don't even think you can say that they are the best duo though like e even in my like personal bias and everything i do not think you can say they are the best what, because pk and pk and puyo pk puyo like, over that extended period of time they are always like on the top and then ramos and pepe also I was about to mention that Ramos but, and Pepe were always but second PK and fiddle to PK that. And, PK and Puyo were after, not fully after, but after the peak of Vidic and Rio. So they're kind of like, yeah, different kind of time frames. Um, yeah, I I will only give it to PK and Puyo because of overall team success, uh, with how crazy that Barcelona team like. Yeah. That like is it in my eyes the best team of all time. Like even yeah. being a Byron fan and everything, like I, that's I the best team of all time. I would. Do I go? I'm not sure. Like, because Pepe and Ramos were fantastic together. Yes. Vidic and I mean I'm a Liverpool supporter, but Vidic and Ferdinand were. If you don't mention them, you're dumb. You can't. Like, you can't. and also, like, honorable mention Nesta and Maldini. 
just because of how dominant Maldini was at a left side position. It didn't matter if he was playing like more of a left back yeah. or a left center back role. He was running that entire side of the field and no one was coming. <laughs> and then, but I, I think I have to kind of agree with you. <sighs> My thing with the Puyo PK is like on the international team, didn't Ramos play more than PK? Yes. So like, but that's because Ramos was more established slightly earlier than PK. That's fair. I PK Puyol is a great one. I Ramos and Pepe. I mean, for the 2010s, for all the Champions Leagues they won. Yeah, exactly. So for the whole 2010s, I might have to go with the two of them. Um, that's a good shot. So then I'd probably have to split and go into the early 2000s with Rio and Vidic because Puyol and PK carried over across both. So yeah, if I'm, if like, I'm going to split, you know what I mean? Yeah, you could make, like in your case, you can make the argument for Maldini and Nesta just because of like, man, you hate, but like you... It's just because I, I, like, I know like it, it's because, pick, but it's this is my Premier League bias. Exactly. Rio and Vintage also had different styles, which like complemented each other extremely well. Like Maldini and Nesta had similar styles that complemented each other very well. Like yeah. with the different styles, it sort of brought out a different dynamic that you were able to see, especially being able to see that in Champions League and yeah. Premier League football it's pretty yeah. amazing mm-hmm. That's but fair. we'll we'll move on from defenders because we have our choices yeah uh I, midfield's very simple i'll let you go first i want to just say it at the same time and count down from a three two one sure three two one javi and iniesta javi and iniesta yeah you, you, uh if you were, anyone uh, needs Don, an Don, did you did you think you said that at the same time as me well, yeah, but there's a delay. Yeah, yeah, yours came like a second after mine. Yeah, I know. So like, I was like, all right, I'm gonna try to say it before, and then it was still like a second behind. So yeah, whatever. that was funny. That was funny. Um, <laughs> just so but, you guys know, uh, you there is no argument. No, none. Like yeah. we, we were actually talking about it. You could argue Modric and Cruz for like the late 2010s and that success because like at that point Xavi and Iniesta weren't around, but Xavi and Iniesta. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so ne- Xavi and Iniesta. So moving on to actually the most fun of this entire thing up because top. up up top is actually where there's a conversation for stuff. Yeah, like. We, we both have Premier League bias for other stuff. And in this case, it's just, who are you going for? You I mean, you have Henri and Bergkamp. You have, I mean, you have Suarez and Messi. Ronaldo. Rooney, you, uh, Ronaldo. This, this one's very short-lived, but just because of the one season, it was mostly just him, but Suarez and Coutinho were a problem. Yeah. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't throw them into the conversation, but I'm a Liverpool exactly. supporter, so I have to talk about Ronaldo Benzema. Ronaldo Benzema. Um, and then I mentioned like my favorite earlier. Way later half, you have like I mean I have to throw in Mane and Mo. Um, yeah, there, exactly. There's, a, there's another one that we completely omitted for the 2010s, and Which I'm gonna one? let you figure it out. 
Um, is it current? Yes, and it's yeah. Premier League. Oh, Premier League. Yes. You're forgetting about it because they haven't won jack shit. Oh, Cannon and Son. Yeah. Yeah, but like in term, they haven't in, won anything. But in, in, in terms, terms of quality, I'm just talking, in terms of in how they York. play together. In terms of how they play together. That's fair. Because when That's you're talking fair. about duos, like the rest yeah, of their team has been boof. They ju- yeah, but they just haven't won shit, so yeah. they aren't shit like in this conversation. No, but in terms we're, of we're eye test, about, like, we're talking about in greatest in terms opinion. of success. Yeah, yes. But I'm ta- I'm just throwing in some eye test in there. And they not would definitely even success, just our opinion. Like, yeah, it but doesn't I'm have just... to be direct success. But eye test wise, they belong. So I'm throwing in yeah. success because that's the differentiator. Yeah, exactly. Fair. Yeah, that's all I'm trying all to right. say. All right, so for me. Um, I'll go first on this one. And I already said what my duo was, but I didn't want to reiterate it when we were just naming a couple off. Um, also, on after this, we need to go back because we did center backs. We didn't do fullbacks. There's we really ki- got to do this. There's kind of, I mean, is it Alba and Alves? Yeah. All right, cool. We're done. Continue. Yeah, I was about to say I don't really think there's much argument. Like, I like, mean, Real, Real had Carvajal and Marcelo, but that was Marcelo carrying that. Yeah, and like, like and before Trent, Trent Carvajal, and Andy haven't been had, together long enough. Exactly, very similar to Mo and Mane, where they're like later half and like both La- of them later still half and fully, early twenty twenties. Yeah, they're gonna be like twenty twenties. Um. In terms of attackers, I'm taking Robin and Ribery. Oh shit, Carl. Yeah, I, I, those are like, if anyone knows me, like Waza, Robin, Ribery. I mean, like the Rooney Ronaldo was deadly. Oh, of course, of course. Rooney Ronaldo was deadly. Um. Yeah, but like, I like, bro. Messi and the host of people that he played with. Messi with anyone. I mean, Messi, and, even, Messi and David Villa was nasty. Um, you can make an argument for Messi and uh, Mbappe. Like, and Messi's not even playing well. You can't, but okay. Yeah, um, I know. If, he stay, if Mbappe stays and there's another season, you could. But That's fair. Like, I see where you're coming from, but no. I... So, like, if I go Rooney Ronaldo, I have to do a different one for the 2010s. Yes, you um, do. But Rooney Ronaldo was disgusting for their time. I mean, the amount of Premier Leagues they won together, like, the dominance they had. So, Rooney wasn't up top with him the whole time, but the way Rooney played, it you could say Rooney Ronaldo. Exactly. Tevez was thing. there, but it's mostly Rooney Ronaldo. No disrespect exactly. to Tevez. Tevez was fantastic. Because Tevez left. Tevis left though. Tevis left late, way later on though, closer to the start of the 2010s. I know, but still, like in yeah, terms of like the entire conversation and their entire overall success, Tevis left like, and Rooney was still there. So you have to give it to Rooney, especially in terms of the assisting to like Ronaldo and such. And like Bergkamp, Henri, but I would take Rudy Ronaldo. Yeah. Um, and that's no disrespect to Bergkamp and Henri, but. 
No, the Invincible season has nothing to like. But in terms of like upon. throughout the 2010s, like Henri yeah. left, so it's it's Rooney Ronaldo, and yeah, then exactly. for the 2010s, it's hard because there were a lot more front threes. Yeah, it was the season. Or so not like the season, so the like you have front threes. Yeah, so like you have MSN. So like the front three, that's the answer. But duos is hard. Yeah. And like even Robin and Ribery, I mean, they're a duo, but they were on the opposite wings. They were on opposite wings, and they always ended up having either Gomez, Lewandowski. They always yeah. ended up having a very dominant presence. Close, uh, they always had dominant presences yeah. up top. Yeah. This is really hard. For like, because the 2010s is so much just front threes. I was gonna say like an easy one because I mean so Ronaldo this... Ronaldo and Benzema. I mean it's kind of crazy to throw Ronaldo into both of them, and I know Bale was there, but the amount of assists that Benzema provided. Yeah. So we, like we were talking about. Yeah, that. in terms of 2010 success, it might be the two of them. But like, you sort of have to give it to Messi and Suarez. No, I don't think so. We've talked about this. I, I know you don't think they so. They weren't a duo for that long. No, but what I'm saying is, like, you still have to account the MSN success, like, I feel like at this point. Like, I know I was discrediting that earlier, like, in my argument with you. I just wouldn't but... because that was a clear three-headed monster. And when yeah, you're talking about when you're fair. talking about duos. Yeah, like, because even, that was even... my same argument to take Bale out of it instead yeah. of... Like, uh... the Mo and Mane doesn't really work because you have to throw in Firmino, even though that Mo and Mane have continued it as Firmino declines, which is why they can qualify, but it's fishy. But you can't yeah, I... you can't include the MSN success because Neymar was such a big part. Because Neymar could literally have three goals and an assist on any given day. Yeah. It was actually nuts. Yeah. So, like... I don't know. Duo is hard in terms of like duo you can think of. You go Ribery and Robin, but you really kind of for 2010s have to think front three. So then what do you get? You would have to give her to Ronaldo and Benzema because of Bale's inconsistency. Yeah, like Bale showed up when he was needed to, but there was a lot of injuries. There was a lot of this. There was a lot of that. I mean, exactly. And they were still able to succeed without Bale there because Benzema was able to be that focal point behind yeah. Ronaldo and then like I'm gonna be honest before I used to think there was a lot of strikers better than Benzema but like as like years have actually grown and like he took over Real yeah um no like yeah Benzema's world class yeah there I mean I'm just still the duo thing's hard because you're kind of always excluding somebody I'm I'm taking the Ribery and Robin because I have to yeah. in terms of Bayern success and like how great those I might two have to, were I just might have ball. to join you just because of the way that they from opposite sides of the pitch influence the entire match. That's the main thing. They were so influential, especially in terms of feeding a striker and also cutting inside with Robin and Ribery being able to hit that crazy curl. Robin with his left, Ribery with his right. And Ribery was just disgusting with both feet and like could do anything. So it was just a, a very entertaining time. That is facts. I, I loved watching them play. I loved playing with them in FIFA. They were really fun. That That's like... 
yeah. my childhood. I just love them. Yeah. I think but, that might be where I have to go with that, too. I don't want to agree with you, but, like, yeah. Yeah. You sort yeah. of, like, in terms of because of the front three argument. I and I'm sure that. there's, like, a lot that we're missing because I don't have very much knowledge of, like, Syria or, like, League One at all. Yeah, like there there are different leagues that we're missing, but we're just talking about the most influential to us. This is our yeah. personal opinions. This is nothing yeah. crazy. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. But in terms of other news, we do have something sad to break. Um not break because it's been broken, but we just want to talk about it. Yeah. Um it's very tragic, but one of the most influential football managers in agents, the agents, agents, Jesus call. agents. Yes. Because he's an, he's an agent or. He's not, All right. Carl, yeah, Carl can't speak agent. English right now. So I'm just going to take over. Um, Thank you. <laughs> oh my God. So terrible, terrible news. Uh, super star agent, power agent of the sport kind of credited with how much money is in the sport to some degree today. Mino Raiola passed away from a sudden illness at 54 years old. Extremely young and extremely tragic to hear this yes. news. Yes. No matter what your opinions are about the money in the sport and his style of agency and his style of player management, you have to like it's just very sad seeing somebody that influential to a sport go. And I know there's a whole host of people out there that don't like him, but exactly. And it doesn't even matter that like he was influential to the sport at the end of the day, this man was a 54 year old who had like a family and such yeah. and was influential within his own community and tried to do good. So it's really sad to see him pass away at such a yeah. young age. Uh, and like it was a, family it was a really sorry for cutting you off um but yeah. it was a really interesting story because i think a day or two before it became official it got reported it was that, speculated no it got fully reported and then he tweeted he's like no i'm still alive i'm just not well and then he like then he died two Honestly. days later or a day later yeah. and so yeah just i'm sorry for cutting carl off on the condolences but oh uh, no yeah it just everyone just everybody should be wishing them yeah. best because it's it's not a good time for anyone in terms yeah, of that's way too young. losing someone yeah but taking it off of the sad note um we did all right in predictions wow what a transition yeah i know <laughs> i was like um this this is pretty rough yeah but uh yeah, no, so I beat Brian in predictions. <laughs> yeah, uh, Carl pulled in 12, I pulled in 11. Um, I guess. Val sent his uh, late. I don't think we got to calculate those. He got eight. Carl did calculate those. He got eight. Yeah, I got you, Val. Nice, nice, nice. I think, what, I'm down by eight or nine? You're currently down by eight. So it's still a very close race. What's the score? Uh, 234 to 226. Nice. Yeah, so currently I'm up with 234. Um, I had 12 this week. Brian had 11. Um, 
it was a good week in terms of predictions and hopefully we can have a good one next week as well yes and so i'm just gonna we aren't gonna have val's predictions we'll i have just them. say his, oh you do you want to read them off yeah you have them too he sent them in the group chat. i know i just hate reading them off because they're always not in the right order yeah i think this one actually is in the right order Damn, all right, all right. No, Val. never mind. Su- Sunday, is not the- Sunday is not in the correct order. <laughs> so starting yeah. with Val, Saturday, um, May 7th, Val has Southampton beating Brentford 2-1. And yes, it is still Southampton spelled Southampton with two words. Yeah, come on, Val. I'm just, I, it's funny. Uh, he has Villa beating Burnley 2-0. Interesting. Yep. Especially just with the way Burnley have been playing. Val has Chelsea 3-1 over Wolves. He's got a 1-1 draw between Watford and Palace. He has Men Yu beating a pretty strong Brighton side with the way they're playing 2-0. And Val has Liverpool 3-1 over Spurs. For Sunday, Val has, this one's the out of order from how Carl and I are going to read, yep. but he has Norwich losing to West Ham 3-1. He's got Everton beating Leicester 2-1. Wow. Arsenal 2-0 over Leeds and Man City 3-0 over Newcastle. All right, here, I'll go into predictions because we just heard Brian talk. Um. That was kind of the plan. Yeah, interesting picks by Val, but I don't know how different I'm going to be. Um, in terms of this one, I think it's going to be a clapback game for Southampton. I'm going to take a 1-1 draw. Uh, I think it's going to be a close match. Uh, that's Brentford versus Southampton, Brentford being home. Uh, Burnley versus Villa, even though Burnley's home and are on a good run, I'm going to take Villa 2-1. I think it's going to be a close match, but I think Villa will end up being the dominant side. Um, Chelsea versus Wolves, they need a clap back 3-1. They will put goals in. They sort of have to at this point. Um, Well, they don't. Like, we talked about that, but they they should. Um, Palace versus Watford. Um... Palace has been playing relatively well. So I'm going to take them 2-1. Brighton, Man U. I'm really tempted to take a 1-1 draw. Another one? Yeah. But I'm going to take Man U 2-1 because of their play. Um, I'm going to be optimistic. I mean, you just smacked the shit out of Brentford. Exactly. So I'm going to be optimistic, and hopefully we're going to be able to keep that up to some degree despite Brighton being good at home. Uh, Liverpool Spurs. I am going to take Liverpool 3-1. Spurs are going to challenge them in the first half, not really the second. Arsenal leads. I'm going to take a draw. Uh, I'm going to take this 1-1. Even though Arsenal were able to pull out with a scrappy win, I'm not sure they're going to. And Leeds are in a really tough place right now. Uh, They need to sort of try to do something. I think they're going to be 
balls to the wall leads and maybe it actually helps them this week and they're able to pull out a draw which leads me to the next game Leicester versus Everton I'm taking Leicester 2-0 over Everton I do not think Everton's going to leave that relegation zone Norwich West Ham ooh not ooh 2-0 West Ham Shitty Newcastle. I know you're optimistic here, Bri. I'm, I wouldn't I'm, be that optimistic. Um, two nil. Like shitty just was so dominant in their last win in yep. terms of actually just preventing any attacks. So if they're able to do that to Newcastle in any similar manner, Newcastle aren't going to be able to score because they aren't going to get fouls in the right areas to get like proper free kicks and such. They mm-hmm. won't have the ball there enough to like do that, and then City can just slot two away. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna run mine down. Yep. I'm gonna take Brentford two one over Southampton. I don't necessarily think Southampton are gonna clap back, and I just I don't know. I like the way Brentford are playing. Um, sure. I'm gonna take. I'm actually gonna take Burnley two one over Villa. They've been playing out of their minds lately. Wow. Chelsea, I'm gonna go two one. I don't. I'm not gonna go three one. I don't think it's gonna be that dominant. They've been shaky, but I do think they pull out a win. Palace is gonna take out Watford two 0 I like the way they're playing. Yeah. I'm gonna go Brighton two one. Yep, I knew you were about to do that. I heard yeah. the pause. I was like, all right, right two yeah. one. <laughs> yep, and then three one Liverpool over Spurs. It could be 2-1, but I'm going to go 3. I do like your prediction of close first half. Liverpool takes it away in the second. Yeah. On to Sunday, Arsenal 2-0 over Leeds. I don't see balls to the wall Leeds. I see Arsenal beating them. Um, Arsenal don't want to like have any chances in the uh, top four battle. So I just I'm actually going to change mine to 2-1 Arsenal. Yeah. Um, like it, it's just because of the top four race being so tight. Like it, it's more important than fucking Leeds actually getting relegated. Leicester are gonna beat Everton to one or two. Um, yeah, two two nil. West Ham two nil over Norwich, and then I just want the freaking quadruple. So I'm just gonna like, I'm gonna take the risk in the prediction points because I think it's already over for me. Even though there's plenty of time left. I'm going 1-1. Newcastle City. You are one ballsy man. Dude, the way that they played Liverpool was... And City have a tough match against Real Madrid at the week. I think that's the only thing that could really, like, have them, like, flounder in terms of form. Because if if they actually end up losing to... City or to Real, or maybe if they win to Real, they may not want to push it too hard. But if they end up losing to Real, I think they're gonna clap Newcastle. And I that's think fair. that's gonna wrap up predictions. Yeah, but that that's all we got for predictions. Uh, that's all we got for the show too. Okay. So thanks for tuning in. I know this show is a little different. We didn't really talk about games too much, but we had a good time with the like random ass debate. And yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll catch you guys next week. Much love, peace. Adios. Have a good one. <laughs>